are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Pacers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Tom Lewis of IndieCornos.com. Always here to give you the latest news and notes about the Pacers. And tonight, with the Pacers playing late in Sacramento, I want to keep the release time of these podcasts on schedule for the early morning. So I'm going to kind of do this podcast as the game goes on. Uh, give a little update after each quarter. So we are at the end of quarter number one in Sacramento, and things are not off to a good start. For the Pacers whatsoever, uh, they are down 34-21. to 21. Once again, another 30-point quarter given up. The defense, I believe, may have been lost somewhere around Fresno or maybe Stockton, I don't know. Certainly didn't make it to Sacramento. Summed up very well on the last play of the quarter uh, after the Pacers got a nice bucket with Aaron Brooks being patient, fighting Al Jefferson in the paint. It looked like that was going to close the quarter on a good note, but Matt Barnes flipped the ball the length of the court to uh, Garrett Temple as Monte Ellis just let Temple get behind him, and he cut the ball and laid it up right before the buzzer. Uh, Just far too many open shots. For the Kings throughout the quarter, they made uh, four of eight three-pointers and um, got things rolling, of course. DeMarcus Cousins, the center point of all they're doing, finished the quarter with nine points and was really pretty patient. Gave up a few open looks at times. Um, so Pacers got a lot, of, a lot of work to do to bear down and get some stops. On the offensive end, they were also a little bit clunky. I uh, had four turnovers and um, only made uh, one of seven three-pointers. Uh, didn't get out to a good start. A couple lazy passes here and there. Uh, it looked like Paul George definitely had one where uh, literally Darren Collison just dove on the pass uh, before he could even get uh, into the post where PG was trying to slide it in, so uh, we've seen the, this type of play far too often from the Pacers on the road, and this is not a good start. Fortunately, when you get down big early, as Mark Monteith will swear by uh, in the NBA, uh, there's always a good chance to make a run and get back in it, so uh, plenty of game left to go. Pacers trying to keep that lead um, within double digits, getting under 10 before the half, no doubt would be a good start at this point as they're working through that reserve rotation, which is always a problem. So we'll see where they're sitting at halftime. Okay, we're back at the half, and things are looking even worse for the Pacers as they're down 19 points, 60-41 to 41 at the break. And you can't really blame this one on the reserve unit. In fact, you can't at all. The Pacers actually cut the deficit down to eight early in the second quarter, thanks to a nice hot stretch from Al Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson scored eight of his 
12 points in a little 8-minute stretch there at the start of the second quarter, made all five of his shots, and got the Pacers right back in the game. Uh, but then the Stars came back in for the final six minutes of the half, and that deficit started going back the other way, and that, in large part, is due to DeMarcus Cousins also returning to the game. Now, Cousins has been a beast. Uh, he's been, as I, I said on Twitter, he is like the sixth grader on the playground, just bullyballing a bunch of fourth graders, and that's what it looked like a couple times. Uh, the Pacers started with Fat Young on him early in the game, and then Miles Turner was guarding him there in the second and really couldn't stop him getting to the rim. Actually had him settle for a perimeter shot one time, even fouled him. But Cousins at the half has 19 points, 5 assists, and 10 rebounds. Tidy little double-double in only 18 minutes of play and definitely leading the way. And then Rudy Gay has been getting the best of Paul George. He has 16 points, uh, made six of eight shots, uh, a nice efficient effort as well. So uh, for the half, the Kings are shooting uh, about 64% from the floor, while the Pacers are making just 40% of all their shots, and just uh, 3 of 12 from free land. Things are not going well at all for the Pacers as it started resembling that game in London where the second quarter saw the wheels fall off. We'll see if the third quarter follows suit and the whole car breaks down part by part um, as it did in London. Hopefully that won't be the case this time around. The Pacers will uh, get some things settled at the break and come out with a little more fight a little more focus. At the end of the half, McMillan was trying to find something. He reinserted Al Jefferson. Uh, also had to take out Jeff T because he got a second foul. So Brooks finished the half and made a three-pointer right at the end to get that lead under 20. Uh, Kevin Serafin also made a second appearance late as McMillan is trying to find some kind of spark, something out there that'll work. One thing we do know, that the Pacers can make some hay on the Kings' second unit, but I don't know that Sacramento's going <laughs> to worry about that too much the way the starting unit is playing right now. And the Pacers are just simply in another big struggle on the road in Sacramento at the half, again down 60-41. Let's see where they're at at the end of the third quarter. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. The Pacers in the third quarter still trailing the Sacramento Kings. But now I'm just down 8 points, 79-71, to 71, after a very strong defensive effort in the third quarter, right from the start, uh, came out, got several stops, actually got three stops in a row, cut the lead down to 13, forced the timeout, then got a couple more stops, and really, uh, if it wasn't for such poor execution on the offensive end, and, and I'm saying this knowing that the Pacers scored 30 points in that third quarter, but uh, midway through the quarters, several bad turnovers just wasted several stops on the defensive end, which allowed the Kings to maintain their lead and keep that thing at double digits most of the third quarter. Rudy Gay uh, was pretty hot and made some key buckets every time the Pacers 
looked like they were going to get that thing to 10, uh, but then there uh, in the last minute, Gay slipped going, baseline went down, and not sure what happened to his leg, but he was actually carried off. Doesn't look like he will return, and he left with 21 points, so that's a big loss for the Kings. Uh, right after that play, Paul George made two free throws to cut the lead to eight, and that's where we're at at the end of the third quarter. Now, the Pacers extended a lot of energy. So those missed opportunities on the offensive end <clears throat> may still come back to bite them because they have yet to fully go through a reserve rotation here. Not sure if they will, if they're just going to keep going for it here. While uh, they're playing pretty well, DeMarcus Cousins did sit a few minutes there at the end of the third quarter. So that will definitely help the Kings uh, as he gets back in there to start the fourth quarter, but the Pacers have clawed their way back, put themselves in position to win this game on the road. We'll see if they can come up with the execution and maintain that defensive intensity to close out this game. Well, the Pacers not only put themselves in position to beat the Kings in the fourth quarter, they actually did it, grinding and rallying their way back, finally getting over the hump in the final couple minutes to take the lead and eventually put away the Kings for a quality road win. The Pacers were 106 to 100 winners in Sacramento to tip off their three-game road trip. A great start and a fantastic finish, outscoring the Kings in the second half 65 to 40. And really, from the middle of the third quarter on, everything started going right and they continued to get the stops and were actually cashing in buckets at the other end. Uh, fourth quarter effort from several players was huge as um, Paul George came to life down the stretch. Jeff Teague made big plays and Miles Turner faced down the beast that is Boogie Cousins, took all the physical play he had to throw at him and was able to get the better of him down the stretch when it counted. Uh, a big step for Miles Turner considering uh, how it seemed like Cousins was able to overwhelm anybody winning the gold for the Pacers uh, in the first half. But uh, that fourth quarter was big. Miles Turner had seven points down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Paul George had 11 of his 24 points in the fourth quarter. Big effort. Jeff Teague had seven points, three assists, four rebounds in the fourth quarter. Big play all around from your big three players for the Pacers to close out that win. Now, Paul George played every minute of the second half. And as I mentioned, heading into the fourth quarter, the Pacers reserve unit hadn't played much, um, but it was go time, and Nate McMillan went for that W. Once Rudy Gay went out, and, you know, thinking of Rudy Gay now, apparently he has uh, hurt his Achilles and his uh, right leg, so looks like his season may be done. A guy that everyone's talking about at the trade deadline is suddenly going to be sidelined. So that was a shame, but obviously uh, it did help the Pacers down the stretch because they didn't have that second score to go to. And uh, DeMarcus Cousins only had five points in the fourth quarter and really got frustrated as Miles Turner refused to back down no matter how many elbows he took to the neck and, and how many times Cousins tried to, you know, manhandle him in the paint. Uh, it was it was good to see 
uh, Miles Turner come up big down there and uh, make some plays. One of the biggest plays is the Pacers took the lead. It looked like uh, Paul George got fouled as they were trying to extend the lead down there in the final minute. Ball goes the other way. There's a bit of a scramble, and it looks like Cousins is going to get a little lefty hook in over Turner, but out of nowhere, Thad Young comes in, swipes it down, and then the ball goes the other way, and eventually Turner gets a dunk, and that kind of sealed the deal. It was kind of the dagger play that uh, put the Pacers in control uh, and helped them secure uh, just their sixth road win of the season. Uh, but it's huge for them to get any road win at this point, and especially considering the fact that uh, with about 10 seconds left in the first half, they were down by 22 points. So not only did they show a lot of guts coming out after the half, putting up that great defensive effort, they were able to sustain it, get their offense going, bring it along, uh, and then flip things on the Kings and, and let them fold down the stretch. So uh, big plays from all the big players. Another uh, mention to Al Jefferson, who did come in uh, for a few minutes, and he had four points there, or six points in the fourth quarter as well. Uh, made big plays. Another player who uh, ends up the game with 20 points. So you had uh, Jefferson with 20, Paul George with 24 and then Teague with the double-double, 22 points, 11 assists. And considering the fact that Cousins had 19 points and 10 rebounds at the half, he finished with a triple-double, 25 points, 10 assists, and 12 rebounds. But those second-half numbers uh, pale in comparison to what he was doing uh, wearing out the Pacers in the first half. So uh, great effort on the road, something that the Pacers can definitely build on if they can back it up in L.A. on Friday. Need to get that one against the Lakers, who have been struggling. Uh, obviously, the Pacers went with a different rotation pretty much all night, but in order to stay a little smaller and not have those Seraphin Al Jefferson reserve minutes, uh, they simply left uh, Paul George out there the whole time. Now, they're not going to be able to do that. He ended the game playing 42 minutes. Uh, that's a heavy load. But uh, that tells you how important they felt this win was, and they went for it. So uh, get a day's rest, get back in SoCal, hopefully some warm weather, get the legs feeling good, and come back and take on the Lakers. You know Paul George will be up for any game at Staples Center uh, back in his home area against the Lakers. So we'll look forward to that on Friday night. It is early morning now on Thursday Wrapping this game up. Again, Pacers win 106-100. And I'd love to hear what you thought of the game. Hey, did you stay up? Or did you fall asleep, wake up in the morning and wonder what in the world happened? Let me know what you think. You can reach me at IndyCornrows at gmail.com on email. Or on Twitter at IndyCornrows. And as usual, you can find the podcast on audioboom.com. Or also subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or Google Play. All those outlets have every episode archived and available. That's all for this morning. You've been listening to Lockdown Pacers on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You got it.